G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Rise and Shine, Rise and shine. with Robbo and Becky on Vision. Very excited because we are joined on the phone by Chris from Wren Collective. Hey, how are you? Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Yeah, no, it's an absolute privilege. My goodness, it's great to talk to you. Sure, since the tour has been uh, been postponed a little bit, I've got nothing better to do. I'm just sitting here waiting for something to <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Oh, well, it'll be us today, so yeah. that's nice, yeah. nice to know. Just start at the lower levels and then okay. you'll work your way up after us. It's all good. <laughs> oh, you aren't the lower level. Oh, but... <laughs> no. yeah, hang on, you haven't talked to us for long yet, mate. You'll be right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you are Southern Hemisphere, so I suppose. Yeah, yeah, there we <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we, that's we, true. Yeah. Geographically, we're lower levels. levels. <laughs> well, tell us, tell us about that first of all, Chris. I mean, obviously, you mentioned that the tour is cancelled. I mean, you know, this year's been pretty crazy for everybody, but uh, you, know, you guys yeah. have you know, lost the opportunity to tour, uh, so things have all been turned on its head. How have you guys as a band re- responded to that? Oh, it's been pretty crazy. And... Um, so yeah, we got to start our first ever world tour, which happened to be uh, we were starting in Australia and New Zealand. <laughs> we is, got uh, to see you. We yeah, got we to got see it. You. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, though, I'm so glad that that portion happened because we'd never been there before, um, and it, it was feeling like uh, it, it was this goal that kept uh, getting out of our reach. Uh, every time we were scheduled to come to Australia, something crazy would happen and step in. So I am really glad that that was the portion that we actually got to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think like everybody else, we just kind of, uh, we've had to pivot and change direction a little bit. Um, it's mm-hmm. certainly, from a financial standpoint, this is a complete disaster. But uh, the beautiful thing is that uh, while it might be kind of, the music industry is taking a break right now, but uh, ministry doesn't really take mm. breaks. This is actually a perfect opportunity uh, for ministry. This is a time when, the people that we've kind of gathered on this journey, you know, on social media and everything, uh, you know, they need us and we need them. And uh, it's actually like this really beautiful time of being able to minister to people without really having an agenda or asking them to buy a ticket or asking mm. them to buy a T-shirt, but just mm. genuinely showing up for them and them oh. showing up for us. So now, I remember something really beautiful about that. It's so good. And I remember when it all sort of kicked off, we were sort of still shielded from things down here in Australia. The numbers hadn't come up so quickly, so we were still at work. And you were doing, had started your socially distanced, but it wasn't even called that yet. You were just like jumping on Facebook (laughs) and you were going to sing some songs. So we were at work and we weren't bunking at all. um, And we logged on (laughs) to see what was happening. And and I loved it because it was just so, oh, hang on, we might start in a few minutes. We never start on time. How are you all feeling? And then it was just some really raw songs and you just felt the whole mood change and we weren't in sort of panic mode yet here in Australia but sort of the whole yeah. mood change as if you sort of okay God you've got this you're in the details there's other people going through this too well that was it I mean I guess we just released this album called Choose to Worship so I think it kind of almost twisted our arm up our back and mm. uh, forced us into this position where it was either we were going to be hypocrites <laughs> and respond yeah. to the negative scenario uh, in a completely different way than the one that we've been 
preaching about uh, or else actually choose to worship. And so we were on the bus mm. uh, heading back from our cancel tour. And we're just like, you know, we just need to, we just need to get in a room somewhere and, uh, and worship. I think that's the best thing that we can do to respond. And bizarrely, that socially distant worship club, that first one that you're talking about, um, nearly a million people tuned in across all the various platforms. So that like, that dwarfs any show that we were ever planning to do on a tour. <laughs> and yet we kind of showed yeah. up in our sweatpants with absolutely no preparation. <laughs> oh, it whatsoever. was classic. And I wish someone <laughs> had recorded it because it was just so classic, but it was just what people needed. It wasn't polished. No mm. one had started the online concert yet. It wasn't polished. There was cups yeah. of tea, which, you know, I was born in England, so that was great for me. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was real and it was raw and it was just how everyone was feeling. And I just thought, this is so powerful. And, you know, from then on, I know you've done others, but, you know, we had to stop because it's yeah. during our work day. So the boss was like, come on, you two. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you know, what's beautiful uh, about that particular situation is it kind of underlines this idea that, um, you know, we don't have to be in a specific place or a specific mood or uh, with specific music to worship. It's always available to us. Mm. And in this time where I I guess we're all being forced to reimagine what worship is, uh, I think that's just a beautiful message again that that, worship always rises up, I guess, through the cracks of whatever's going on in our lives. Uh, Mm. If we're really seeking after God, it just it finds a way, like worship finds a way. It's a little bit like Jurassic Park. You know, it says life finds a way, <laughs> but uh, yeah. worship finds a way too. Yeah, that's, yeah, so, that's true. so true. But it is a choice, isn't it? I mean, and, and oftentimes, I mean, obviously, if you're on a mountaintop and everything's going well, it's not such a difficult thing. But when you're in those you know, valleys, and as you were saying, um, mm. you know, the, the um, you know, on the bus, your tour's cancelled, like that's a pretty, and you mean, and you obviously don't know what's coming. Like, what does the next. You know, mm. period of time look like it is a choice, then, isn't it? And so, you know, for for all of us, whether we're um, you know facing difficult times, we sometimes have to make that choice. And and I mean, even as uh, King David said, you know, speaking to his soul, mm-hmm. um, telling his soul to worship the Lord um, in those difficult times. That's absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, whenever you read through the Psalms, uh, one of the interesting things that you that you encounter is that. Uh, the psalms are much less upbeat than our modern worship songs. Uh, they contain yeah. like all of these complaints about about life and all of these difficulties that people are facing. And yet, very often in the psalms, not every time, but very often in the psalms, it kind of takes a turn towards the end where it'll say, yet I will praise you, or despite these things, I, will, uh, I know that you're good. And I think that's the critical point that we, we need to get to as a church, which is uh, being real about what's going on uh, in our lives, not pretending that everything's mm. glossy and perfect, uh, but yet still being able to say that, that yet I will praise you. Uh, I think that's what yeah. mature Christianity looks like, and it's where I'm trying to, where I'm trying to get to. <laughs> yeah, mm. so good. Yeah, that's really good. It's so true. And I think that's something, we've talked about this in the past with other artists, the, the whole thing of lament that's in the, the Psalms and in other parts of the mm. Bible that we try to disregard it these days. We think, oh, no, we don't want to be sad. We don't want to be, you know, everything's got to be going well. But lament's actually a, a mm-hmm. vital part of the process, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> if we don't sing songs of lament, we're actually worshipping in a very different way than the Bible itself does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the songs of victory are actually few and far between, but the songs mm. of lament uh, 
sometimes take up whole books. You know, we have uh, Jeremiah and Lamentations are both fairly, uh, fairly yeah. difficult reading. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, you know that that's the way to authentically worship. I think if we if we take our concerns and our struggles to God, I think there's something really special that can happen there. Uh, I'd far rather wrestle with God than run away from Him. I, I think I'm safer in that in that place. Far, far safer there. Mm, that's that's a really interesting thought. Yeah, the idea of being safer uh, while you're wrestling with God. That's uh, that's fascinating. Mm. Tell me about, tell me this, Chris, uh, and we've been we're asking a few artists about this because the songs that are being released at the moment, like your new single's called "I Choose to Worship," um, which is, okay, as you were yeah. saying, perfectly timed. But what was the timing of it actually being written and recorded? Because I'm fascinated the way that God works. You know, oftentimes yeah. well ahead of the season. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, when did this song actually come about? Yes. So. Weirdly, we were writing a, an entirely different record up until December 2019. Uh, so we basically had uh, upwards of 40 songs already complete to write this record that was on a completely different topic than the one that oh, we wow. wind up doing. So we pivoted at the last minute. In December, we felt like we heard God saying, oh no, well, he didn't say, oh no, we said, oh no. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> he, he kind of told us to pivot um, and start writing towards this idea of choosing to worship uh, in difficult circumstances uh, rather than we had kind of written all these songs about revival. Mm-hmm. And at the time, it was, it was a really difficult decision to make because we couldn't really tell if it was just cold feet. Uh, sometimes when you get to the end of a project, you just kind of, I, I don't know, lose faith or something that that it's going to be okay. And, you know, you just want to do something different uh, out of panic. And we couldn't tell if that was what was driving us or not, or if, if this really was like kind of the small voice of God. And we, we knuckled down and we trusted our instinct and wrote this album of, I guess all songs about worshipping through struggle and worshipping through difficult circumstances, not knowing what was ahead of us. So that would have all been recorded in December and January uh, with no awareness of what was going to come around the corner. But uh, now we look back at that, uh, that, that God was speaking to us and uh, it's actually really comforting to, to know that uh, when push comes to shove, we are uh, we were ready to to actually hear him. <laughs> well, I'm so glad mm, that you were ready awesome. and willing to listen because, <laughs> you know, sometimes you're like, yeah. oh, wasn't that yeah. God? Oh, no, we had a curry last night. We're all good. You know, like, you know, just the, <laughs> yeah. just the you know, you were you were willing and to, to, go, to go through the hard stuff of writing it before you knew that all this would come down. <laughs> That's it, yeah. I'm really pleased with the way it's all, with the way it's all turned out. Um, it, it's just been a real blessing to hear back from people who have, find that some of the songs have, have met them in the middle of this crisis and have been able to help them through things like, you know, unemployment or even family members and friends having the virus and things like that. Uh, it's, it's been amazing. Well, God bless you guys. And I mean, as you mentioned, I mean, it's been financially a, a huge challenge for you. So I pray that God would yeah. um, you know, continue to provide for you and your needs as a band. I mean, that's uh, certainly a very Thank practical uh, prayer request for you guys. So we do pray for that. But uh, we thank you for... Uh, yeah, being obedient in the middle of it all and uh, yeah, putting out this great uh, new uh, album and song, I Choose to Worship, and, of course, the socially distant 
Worship Club, uh, which is your new EP that's sort of come out of left field. But uh, I'm so glad it has. That's great. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're really enjoying it. So thanks for sharing it with us. Oh, you're so welcome. It's a real pleasure talking to you guys. Thank you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.